Welcome to part one of this multi-part series on transforming your social media account to attract the right kind of client. What is the right kind of client? The kind that buys, of course, hello, show me the money, and the kind that fits right into your tribe. I am your host, Chrissy Chin. Welcome to the Badass is the New Black podcast. Y'all, I am here to help you stand out online, find your ideal client, market, sell your product or service, and scale your business. Before I launched Grow Workspace, one of my successful online brands, I built a group on Facebook to about 40,000 people in about a month. When I went to launch the Grow Workspace brand and business, I knew that 48,000 people in that group were not necessarily my ideal client. But what I did know was that some of the people in that group were my ideal client. And so what I did was I created a freebie to collect the emails of those that would be my ideal client. And quickly I pulled out about roughly about eight to 10,000 people pretty instantly when I offered that freebie to that entire community. In the first day of our product launch, which happened simultaneously, I had hundreds of paying subscribers instantly first day. By the end of week one, or sorry, week four, I had 1,400, 1,474 customers, okay? Guys, I almost had 1,500 customers in one month. That's crazy. And then just after two years, we've had over, uh, we've had almost 10,800 customers, so like two shy of that. That is a lot of customers to have in two years. I have actually an entire freebie on my website that will give you the exact five steps that I use to grab those emails of my ideal client out of that larger community that converted into paying customers. So you can find that five-step process on my homepage, thechrissychin.com forward slash five steps. And the five is the number five. It's not spelled out. So you can grab that freebie and take a look at that before. But what I'm here today to talk about and kind of to prove to you are a few things. One, that you don't need 100,000 followers to be uber successful in your business, in your online business. Remember, I only had about eight to 10,000 ideal clients to market to. Um, Two, I'm here to prove that you can leverage social media to build a brand and a successful business. Technically, I've already proved that because we hit six figures in sales after four months and seven figures after 20 months, just after 20 months after launching, but I want to help you leverage your social media account so that you can use it to build a badass business building tool. Okay. I want that to be your social media. Um, if you know who your ideal client avatar is, your ICA and what they want, then you can be successful. One thing I hear all the time is Chrissy, how do I find new people? Like I have this product or service, but I have to find new people. I'm in the same boat all the time. I'm always looking for new people, right? And I do that on social media. That's going to be a whole nother episode later on how to find your ideal client. But what's more important is that I help you set up your social media account so that it's ready for those people when they find you or when you find them and they come look at you. Because I don't want you to go out finding all these people and they come to your social media and it's not ready for them to come see what you're all about. Okay. 
So that is what we're going to talk about today is your bio. You have only one time to make a first impression with someone. And your social media account is like, I think even more crucial than like being in person with someone in your first impression. There's so many times that we meet someone in person. And I know we like to say we're not judgy people, but we're totally judgy. All right. Guilty. Um, you look at what they look like, what they're wearing, how are they holding themselves? Are they smiling? Like all of those things just flush into your brain, whether you like it or not. And you put this judgment on someone, it's called a first impression. Okay. Um, and it affects how you perceive them. Of course we can get to know someone and as we get to know them, it can change our conclusion about them, like our first impression conclusion, it can change. Have you ever had that moment where you thought like, gosh, they're really not who I thought you were, or maybe someone has told you that. Like, I really did not realize that you were this laid back or you were the school of a person or, you know, whatever. So our first, our first impressions will always stick with us, but as we get to know someone, um, our impression of them can certainly change, but social media first impression, a little bit more critical. Okay. Especially with your business, you're trying to draw people in to get to know, like, and trust you that will eventually lead to a sale. And so it's very, very important that everything uh, that you're putting out there can be a great first impression for someone and it's on brand. So if you're using social media account to build your business, which you are because you're here listening to the badass is the new black podcast, then what you are putting out there matters. So first things first there, let's talk about a couple different, um, things that people are getting their first impression from. So there's three different things that some may be the very first thing they see for some and, and others for others. Okay. That was kind of confusing. Let me just talk through it and maybe it'll make more sense. All right. So you have your picture, your profile picture, or maybe it could be a post picture, but if someone finds your account or someone tags you in an, in a post or something, or in a picture, they click on your profile and they probably see your profile picture first. So for that instance, your profile picture is going to be your first impression visually. And then your bio, because it's directly under your profile picture, whether that's Facebook or Instagram. Okay. And that's the little blurb right under the picture that you get that chance to like give your, the people that are coming to your page or your profile, a little snapshot of what you're all about. And then the other time it could be something different of a first impression is um, content in your feed. So let's Instagram, for example, if someone's searching a hashtag like girl boss or, um, weight loss or something, maybe your recent post that you use that hashtag pops up. And so they're seeing the image that you shared in that post and then the content. So a little bit different than your profile picture. Um, but that could be an instance where your content in your feed actually is setting the first impression, which is why it's important. This will be another topic that your content is always on brand. Okay. That's going to be a whole nother episode. Remember this is a multi-part series. Um, Okay. So this is why being, um, why it's so important to be intentional on your social media. You have to gain trust from people that you don't know. Um, they are, you know, getting to know you through these things, through your picture, through your bio, and then through your consistent content. So in this episode, this part, part, 
one, we are going to look at the bio and I'm going to talk you through um, making your bio super effective to attract your ideal client, clients that are going to end up purchasing from you. Okay. You have a tiny, 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 tiny amount of space on your uh, social media bio. So Instagram, it's 150 characters and yes, they count spaces. Um, Facebook, I can't remember what it is, but it's very similar in that it's a very small amount of space. And this is where you have to put the amount of information to draw someone in, really showcase your brand, really be intentional about this space. So um, that you are attracting the right ideal client. You also want your bio to be very, very clear. I see so many people out there being very cute in their bio and it's just not effective. Again, and be intentional. What is the intention of your social media profile? If it is just for fun, then that's fine. Be cute. If it is intentional to build your business, which if you're here listening, it should be, then you need to be intentional and you need to be more clear than cute. There's plenty of other times and spaces where you can be cute, I promise, like your stories. All right, so your bio should incorporate what you do for people, how you can help them. So your business is going to serve someone, right? You either have a product or a service. So how are you serving them? Make sure that that service is reflected in your bio. No more, I'm a dog lover, wine Wednesday kind of girl, mom of two, workout fanatic. Like they don't care about that. Okay. This is not your dating profile or maybe it is. And if it is, you're intentionally using it to pick up guys, girls, whoever. Um, but again, be intentional. This is your business showcase window, right? They, the people that are coming to your profile, they want to know if you can help them. And so if you're featuring your business, you have to have your bio reflect that. If your products help people lose weight, um, and that is part of your brand, then you need to make sure that you say that in your bio. You also want your bio to speak to a very specific person, your ideal client. Think about your ideal client avatar. If you've been listening and following me, you've heard me say this before. So your ideal client avatar, your ICA, who are you trying to attract? Again, what is the intention here? Who are you trying to bring to your page? What are their pain points? You may need to do some research on this. Use your social media stories to ask questions to your existing audience and ask them what they're struggling with. If I gave you a magic wand, what would you change in your life? What would you fix? What would you want to be better? Find those pain points. Hop on some discovery calls with your ideal client and get that exact lingo that they're using um, so that you can make sure that you're using that lingo back in your bio so that you are really speaking to them. Let's take a tiny little break from this badass podcast to talk about Kajabi or as my husband calls it, Punjabi. Babe. It starts with a K, K-A-J-A-B-I. This is the platform that literally makes all the magic happen. It's plug and play, no coding necessary. And guess what, you guys? The best thing about it is that you get your very own mobile app with it. I looked into building an app and it was going to be over $100,000. You get your own right there. 
the platform is so affordable too. So instead of paying for individual platforms like your CRM system, which is going to host your email, your landing pages, which is going to capture your email, your website, which is going to be where all the magic happens, a community space, it's literally all in one. So it doesn't matter if you want to host courses, educational classes, have libraries in there for your team. This is absolutely the way to go. And I have a month free for you to check it out. So hop over to my website, thechrissychin.com forward slash Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I. And you can check out a month for free. I cannot wait to see what you create. Please do me a favor. Send me a DM, send me an email once you've created something so I can see it and check it out. Can't wait for you to get started and scale your business like a badass boss. All right, let's get back to the podcast. So here's a couple examples, because if you're like, okay, Chrissy, I, I get this, but like I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around it. Let me do just a couple examples for you. So here's an example of a bad, too vague bio. I help women transform their life and feel healthy and happy. It sounds great, right? You're like, oh, transform. That sounds magical. And everyone wants to be healthy and happy, so I'll be able to get a lot of people, right? There's a lot of fluff words in there, healthy and happy. It's kind of vague, which yes, makes you feel like you could attract anybody. Um, but I want you to think about your ideal client. Is your ideal client everybody? No. Okay. But also why you really need to know who your ideal client is so that you know who you're speaking to. So let's say that your ideal client is a postpartum mom who's trying to lose the weight after her baby. And then also, you know that your specialty and your brand are leveraging at-home workouts and products that help manage weight. And that is how you're going to help them lose weight. Okay, so you know what your product and service is, you do home workouts, and you have a product that helps them with their weight management. And then your client is your postpartum mom trying to lose weight. Yeah, trying to lose weight. Okay. So a more effective bio would read something more like this. I help postpartum moms drop their baby weight without going to the gym. It's very clear who you are targeting. Who are you targeting? Postpartum moms. It's very clear on what you're helping them with, dropping the baby weight. And you have kind of niched down and shown them a little bit about how you're going to serve them by telling them that you don't require a gym. For them. Okay. They don't know all the details, but that's fine. They know enough to know if they want to stick around, if you are for them or not. Okay. Here's another example. Here's an example of a bad bio for, let's say like a business coach. I help people become entrepreneurs. And then maybe you add some fluff in there. Like I love wine and cat mom and whatever. Like nobody cares about that stuff. And your bio is super, super vague. Like Okay, great. You help people become entrepreneurs. Who is the ideal client? Um, let's say it's a female millennial who would rather start an online business than work in a corporate world. Okay, that's your ideal client. So your effective bio would be, I help young millennial women ditch the corporate lifestyle and turn their hidden talents into a lucrative online business. Do you see how much more clear that is? And it is more specific. It is niching down. You're not serving everyone that wants to be an entrepreneur. Okay, but I don't want you to serve everybody. I want you to serve someone very specific. Reading these more the effective bio, um, you know exactly who I'm talking to. 
and what I will do for them. And when your ideal client comes to the page, or if this were me, if my ideal client came to the page, they will know exactly how I can help them if I can or can't help them. Okay, sure, the vague bio, again, it seems like it's going to attract a ton of people. And we're like, yes, this is business is a numbers game. And I need all the people to come and follow me so that I can just get one person to buy. Okay, but if you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. This is like my mantra. As you continue to follow me, you will be repeating it with me. And I will say, repeat the mantra. If you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. So, and while I want to get in front of the masses, I only want the serious ideal clients to stick around. Okay, you don't want 100,000 followers if none of them are your ideal client. You want people that are going to buy from you. You can have a super successful business with a thousand super followers or super fans. So let's work on building your audience with super fans from the get-go by having an intentional bio. Once you have that very, very clear messaging, you can definitely spice it up with a few of your favorite emojis or something that really reflects your personality and what's going on in your little bio. Obviously, don't have something totally random. You're talking about um, helping women leave the corporate job and then you like have, I don't know an ambulance. I I have no idea. Like something random, like, oh, it's my favorite thing. Like the poop emoji. It's my favorite. And so I just want to put my favorite one in there. Like it's not relative. (laughs) Don't, Don't do that. Be intentional. But definitely use the emojis to spice it up. You don't necessarily want to go back in there. Once you have your um main message, you don't want to go back in and fluff it up with like fluffy words per se. You want to keep it very clear. And to be honest, you're probably not going to have the room to do that in your bio anyway. Again, you get 150 characters. And whenever it says I have zero characters left, it still doesn't let me post it. It's almost like I have to have one left. It's kind of weird and crazy. But anyway, all right, to recap, wrap up. First, know what your brand is all about. What is your brand message? To determine who you are serving, so your ideal client, and then how you're going to serve them has to do with the whole brand. Write up a sentence that states very clearly on how you're serving your people that will really speak to your ideal client and then add some personality in with some emojis. Um, And then definitely in your bio, add, if you have a website, definitely recommend having a website or something that they can click, a call to action that you can put in that website section. Maybe we'll do a whole episode on Linktree. That's something popular now that you can put that link in your bio and then you can open it. When they click on it, it opens up to several um, places, like several different links that they could click. Um, Okay. Stay tuned for next episode where we dive more into images. We'll definitely highlight your profile image um, and what that should look like to attract the right customer. Until then, don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast or YouTube channel. Go grab that five-step freebie at thechrissychin.com forward slash five steps. And you guys have an awesome week. I cannot wait for part two of this series. We'll talk to you later. Bye.